Hola, welcome to Dismantling Diet Culture. Fuck being calladita, the only Spanglish anti-diet podcast that teaches you from a sociological lens, feminism, and intuitive eating coaching to dismantle diet culture. I'm your host, Dr. Hortense Jimenez, and I am passionate about dismantling diet culture and helping you heal your relationship with food and your body. I'm a mother, daughter, comadre, amiga, community member, professor, health coach, and published author. On this show, I share my personal experience with diet culture, tips and strategies, and educational content to help you understand diet culture and systems of oppression so that you can have the tools to challenge diet culture. Current and future generations do not deserve to inherit your diet culture trauma, and I'm here to help you. If you're on a mission to hear your body and food traumas and embody your authentic self unapologetic, welcome to Dismantling Diet Culture. Fuck being calladita. Bienvenidos a Dismantling Diet Culture of Fuck Being Calladita. This is your host, Dr. Hortense Jimenez. Today we are going to talk about principle number seven of intuitive eating. Cope with your feelings without using food. No me gusta eso. <laughs> the title itself, cope with your feelings without using food. That is one of the principles. I will talk about the principle and then I will also share with you um, some of the I guess constructive criticisms that I have are ways that we can heal and honor our foods and our bodies while also honoring our feelings. Okay, so I want to kind of begin by doing two things. One, first really talking about feelings and then we can talk about food. Okay, so I bought this really cool wheel of feelings on Amazon. There's different versions. I highly encourage you to buy it for yourself. And if you're a parent for your, for your kids, for your teenagers, um, it's extremely helpful. So I wanna first really talk about like, feelings are normal, they're natural. We are human beings that have human experiences. Some of us are more can more sensitive than others, and that is completely okay and normal. And one of the invitations that I have for you in today's podcast is to begin to pay attention to the different feelings that you experience throughout the week, throughout the day, And, you know, especially, you know, when we're grieving, when we are um, going through a transition in life or just having a difficult day, try to identify the feelings that you have. In this feeling wheel, there are uh, five areas, happy, sad, disgust, anger, and fear. And in each of these sections, there's additional feelings. So for happy, okay, so what is happy? Optimistic, intimate, peaceful, powerful, accepted, proud, interested, joyful, inspired, playful, fulfilled, respected, confident, important, etc. Uh, let's take, for example, um, angry, not being upset. I'm, I'm angry. Well, hurt, threatened, 
mad, aggressive, frustrated, distant, critical. And, you know, and, and then it continues to expand. This is really helpful. So I really encourage you to tap into your feelings to really identify what exactly is that feeling that you are um, experiencing and where in your body. So the, you know, I'm not an I'm not an expert by no means. I'm not a somatic therapist, but um, connecting to your body, like where is that feeling? Where do you feel it in your stomach, in your chest, in your neck, in your back? Um, you know, so I think it's important also to identify um, in what areas of the body do you feel um, that sensation? Okay, I think that is the first thing is having that awareness right? Being aware and being able to call it out, to name it. Me siento así, me siento triste. Pero por qué me siento triste? O estoy contenta, o estoy enojada. Estoy muy enojada por, por estas razones, you know, like naming it, identifying the feeling, identify where it's coming from, like that awareness, the consciousness of the feeling that is the key that is actually the first step we can't talk about like emotional eating and all this if we don't really first one recognize that it's difficult to even acknowledge the feelings that we are experiencing and to honor them and validate them for ourselves because you already know externally society and all these other institutions will do an amazing job in telling you please numb your feelings not right now you're at work or not right now you're doing this mm -mm, you know put a shield so externally society will congratulate you will say muy bien you know you you got it together right honestly what that just means is like you're really numbing your feelings um you're not expressing them you're not showing them and of course you know if we're in public spaces or at work you know we kind of have to hold it together sometimes, no? Pero pues a veces no se puede y lloramos, no? O hacemos, no sé, lo que tengamos que hacer. Pero somos seres humanos. We are human beings. So you are expected to feel. You're expected to show your feelings. And unfortunately, only certain feelings are validated and recognized in society and other feelings are not. So that is the first step, please. Just recognize and acknowledge your feelings and also try to feel where that feels in your body. Okay. And then the third part is where, where does this come from? This is not an easy thing to do because again, looking at how um, you grew up, how you were socialized, if you were expected to basically um, numb your feelings and not share, you know, or you were shamed for being sensitive or crying, or you grew up in a household that it was um, hostile and violent, and you were basically, you know, te pegaban con la chancla, te pegaban con el cinto, you know, there was that kind of corporal punishment that, y si lloras te voy a pegar más recio, and if you cry, I'm gonna hit you harder. Like, so you weren't allowed to show your feelings. You would actually numb the feelings. You wouldn't even cry just to show them like, no me duele, no me duele, I'm strong. But deep down, you know that it would hurt, but you couldn't express how you felt, right? So uh, this is also 
a very gentle invitation for you to think about your own childhood. What were the messages that you received from your caretakers, from your family about um, showing and expressing feelings? Because oftentimes it's it's the people that we make uncomfortable. It's not even us. It's it's a reflection of other people's experiences and their own traumas and then we carry that right so if you're listening you know be gentle with yourself this is you the adult take care of your inner child um embrace your inner child nurture your inner child and allow yourself to go through the feelings i know this is not easy and frankly we don't hear this enough and i just want to remind you it is okay to feel it is okay to show our emotions <laughs> other people may be uncomfortable it, and you know what that's exactly what society wants us to feel inadequate that there's something wrong with us for being expressive for sharing how we feel for showing how we feel and other people can't handle that it is not about you no, no hay ningún problema contigo. Es la sociedad en la que vivimos que no ha creado estos espacios seguros. Society has not created these safe spaces for us to feel it and share. It makes people uncomfortable. Think about who you make uncomfortable when you cry, when you express anger. Why are we only allowed to express joy and happiness? And more so for BIPOC folks like feelings can also be racialized like people of color are not we're not supposed to be angry we're not supposed to lash out ah dios mio it's just i want to sit with that just for a moment we're not expected and allowed to express our rage about racism inequality in in our society there's only a certain way to express that, right? Because then we're being too sensitive, right? Then the stereotypes of the angry black woman or the feisty Latina, right? Así es de que hay que poner atención a estas cosas exteriores de la sociedad que nos controlan. These external forces in society that can also shape our behavior and how we show or not show our feelings so yes this is an invitation to do it in safe spaces i want you to be the trailblazer i want you to break these intergenerational cycles of trauma i want you to break these cycles of, of of allowing yourself to be expressive to share to normalize how you're feeling because then we can talk about food you see what i mean we can't talk about emotional eating if we don't fucking first address the fact that we live in a society where we're not allowed to share and express how we feel, that only certain feelings are, are um, acceptable and recognized, y los demás no. Then, then your question, your professionalism is questioned. Yeah, that, that is a BS, that is just a form of surveillance and social control, especially for people in marginalized identities. So be a transgressor in safe spaces. Begin with, with family that you trust, with friends that you trust, with coworkers. Normalize sharing how you feel. Because then later on, you know what? You're not going to depend on the food. ¿Me entienden? 
Ese es el primer paso. ¿Por qué no estamos hablando de esto? Este es el proceso de la sanación, hablar de cómo nos sentimos. This is one of the key steps, in my opinion, to healing a relationship with food and body is to normalize how we feel, to share how we feel. It's okay if you may sound like a broken record. It's okay if you feel shitty most of the time or if you have all this joy, then share it. <laughs> share how you feel. Be authentic in sharing this again while also making sure that you feel safe, right? That your life doesn't feel threatened or other things that are, um, you know, close, close to you. Okay. So now that we talked about why it's important to talk about feelings, to identify them, to know where they're coming from, normalizing them and disrupt this toxic society that says, we don't want you to feel. I'm here to tell you, no hagan caso de eso, no transgress this. That is healing and that is liberating because you're letting it out. You're sharing it collectively with others. You share your joy collectively. You're sharing your rage, your pain, your anger, whatever it is, you're letting it, exerting it out of your body into the universe, to the world for other people too. Eso es parte de la sanación y parte de nuestra liberación. Okay. Now let's talk about then um, emotions and then also eating. Okay. And I want to begin first by first uh, identifying, you know, what could be some of those triggers where you go to food, right? What might be some of the triggers and the factors that might lead you to end up eating, right? We all need to eat, right? Pero, ¿qué es lo que está pasando en tu vida? What's happening in your life where you might actually be finding that comfort and food? So let's identify some emotional triggers. Um, anxiety, boredom, bribery, celebration, feeling empty, excited, feeling lonely, feeling frustrated, angry, feeling depressed, maybe it's a reward, stress, all of this can lead you to eat. And I am not, I'm just by sharing this, I'm not saying this is bad. No, no, no. We're human beings living human experiences. So if you're anxious, you may use food to calm down. If you're bored, you may use food to appease that boredom. Celebration, this is, I mean, I'm, Me we're Me I'm Mexican, I'm Mexican. Las celebraciones son tan importantes. Una celebración sin comida no es, comi no es celebración. <laughs> what I'm saying is for a lot of Latinos, a lot of Mexican celebration equals food. You're going to go to a family gathering a party. There's going to be food. A celebration without food is like no celebration. So how can we demonize, vilify, or shame for using food in events? Okay. Um, and I also mentioned bribery. <laughs> I am guilty. I am embarrassed. But, you know, I'm really transparent and honest. I would use bribery in the past when my kids were small. If you finish your homework you can have ice cream or if you do this then you can have this 
Pues that's a form of bribery. Like get this done and you will be rewarded. Or, you know, I used to do this as well. Um, at the end of the academic year, when they were smaller, I would treat them to eat or I don't know, ice cream or, you know, frozen yogurt. It was more to, for me, it was more like to celebrate that they finished the academic year. I didn't see it as a bribery, but part of diet culture and also the undying movement, the anti-diet movement is, it's also kind of vilifying emotional eating. And I'm here to tell you, look, diet culture says you shouldn't be uh, using food to comfort, to soothe and for your emotions. But I, oh, I'm also hearing the same thing in the anti-diet space. ¿Me entiendes? Estoy escuchando casi el mismo mensaje. I'm almost listening to the same message, like emotional eating is bad for you. Stop doing that. I'm here to tell you that it is not either or, black or white, or one is better than the other. There's a lot of nuances in between. We cannot shame people for using food as an, an emotional uh, uh, cope coping mechanism that's the last thing we want to do remember like we want to move away from shaming folks for their eating choices and why it's understanding where it comes from right so i want you to identify some of those emotional triggers okay i also want you to pay attention to like your your life your lifestyle are you under constant stress are you in toxic work environment at home like again your environment your home environment plays a big role in in how you show up in the world your feelings and that connection you're gonna have with food right so i want you to cope with your feelings feel feel leans feel we're supposed to feel them yeah yo sé no es fácil no es fácil ah si fuera fácil no tuviéramos tantos problemas if it would be easy to feel our feelings we wouldn't have so many issues in our society but we haven't been taught we haven't been socialized to do it and I'm here telling you in this episode, please feel your feelings. That's scary. I, I recognize that and I honor you that. I honor you. Having the audacity, the courage to sit with the feelings is so fucking discomforting. It is not comfortable. No es fácil. Lo que es fácil es ir y comerte, no sé. El pastel, chocolate, the easiest thing to do is oftentimes is to go eat. So we can numb those feelings so we don't feel them, right? But guess what too? Sometimes it is so heavy. It is so heavy. You've been doing so much feeling, so much healing. Yeah, you need a break. We need break from healing too. And you know what? If that means I'm gonna enjoy whatever sweet or my favorite meal, Go ahead. There's nothing wrong with that either. That's what I don't like about the anti-diet space. You are deserving of eating, even when you are freaking sad, when you feel lonely and anxious and stressed, or if you're angry and you sat with those feelings and you recognize them, right? You're like, I am upset for these reasons and I am making a decision to eat this or that. You're aware. 
Like give yourself compassion, you're a human being. And if you're not aware that you're doing that, you still give yourself compassion because we're human beings. We're not supposed to live these perfect lives and not feel and be happy all the time and have the perfect, you know, eating habits. Yeah, that's BS. Ya saben que eso no existe. Okay? So, okay, what am I saying? <laughs> that healing emotional eating is not necessarily bad. And of course, that's case by case. That is contextual. That depends on the individual. And I'm coming here from like a woman of color and as an indigenous lens. In what moment did Western society said that we need to heal emotional eating? We have, our ancestors had a deep connection and we still have a deep connection to the land, to mother earth, to the food. There's a deep emotional connection. Siempre ha existido esa conexión emocional con la comida. And but here comes white supremacy and capitalism telling us this is, this is bad. We, yes, we do recognize that there are, of course, eating disorders. We recognize that there's all these other social issues when we completely numb our feelings, right? And use food to cope. But we cannot be shaming folks. We don't know their circumstances. We don't know what type of support system they have or lack of or what resources they have. What if they can't afford to go to therapy? What if they don't have a support system? Y están usando la comida como ese apoyo. Tú no eres mejor que esa persona. La persona está usando lo que tiene a su, a su disposibilidad. I butcher that word. <laughs> what they have access to. Okay, so let's move away from shaming folks who may be using food to cope. I've in my own coaching doing workshops um, and also doing one on one coaching. When I have clients who have used food to cope with their emotions. Um, one of the things I do is exactly what I share with you in the podcast is okay. Let's look at like, what are the triggers that lead you to eat? Like, let's identify when does this happen? After work, when you get home, like we need to identify, is there a pattern? Like, when is this happening? Like becoming aware. That is one of the first steps. You can still eat that food that you have used in the past to cope. Yeah, don't, don't restrict it, right? Like make peace with that food. But it's like acknowledging like, hey, not today. <laughs> not today. Today I am going to talk to a friend. Today I'm going to talk to whatever or I'm going to do this. I'm going to find other soothing ways, other strategies to cope with some of these feelings and not necessarily use the food. When I have the time, the capacity, the resources to do it. I hope that this makes sense. What I'm saying here is that you can use food. If you did all this hard work and you're healing and you still feel shitty and you, and you want to use food to give you the comfort, go ahead. If food is the only solution at that moment for you because you lack all this support, you don't have someone to talk to, you feel lonely and you're using, that's gonna get you through the day, right? 
yes, we don't want to depend on that completely, but you also got to give yourself permission to be human, right? And that there's no right or wrong way at the end of the day and how to get through the day, especially when you have those tough days. Now, let's talk about, um, and this is the last part, is uh, recognizing that when um, we are emotionally distressed or we're going through a lot of feelings, especially if you're sad, um, you're grieving or, you know, or you're just having a very tough day, sometimes we forget to eat, right? So that's kind of the, at the other end is you won't end up um, eating. You might not find comfort in food. And so my invitation is to remind yourself if it's been four, five hours, you need to nurture your body, give your body some food. If it's some basic stuff, a banana, a smoothie, fruit, granola bar, something, feed your body, even when you're going through a lot of sadness and pain and grief, you know, hydrate, treat your body with with compassion, your eating may look differently on those tough days. It might not be a complete meal. It might be just snacks throughout the day. Y eso está bien, porque mañana será otro día. Because tomorrow will be another day. Maybe the next day you'll have a bigger meal. Maybe you'll have two, three meals. Maybe you won't snack, you know, throughout the day. Just make sure that you feed your body. Okay. Muchísimas gracias por acompañarme. Thank you so much for joining me. I will see you in the next episode of Dismantling Diet Culture. Nos vemos. Muchas gracias por acompañarme en Dismantling Diet Culture, Fuck Being Calladita Podcast. Be sure to rate, review, and follow the show on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. Especially be sure to rate and review the podcast if you really like it. If you leave me a review on Apple Podcasts, you become eligible for a free 30-minute coaching session. That's right. Así como escuchaste. One free session. Once you leave your review, you can screenshot it and email it to me and I'll send you a link to sign up. If you didn't like it, don't worry. Así está bien. Follow me on social media, on Instagram and TikTok at Dr. Hortensia Jimenez.